Raiding the Kingdom, episode 98, almost at 100. Who wants it more? Your week 9 review and your week 10 preview. That is absurd how far along we're moving in the I know, season. It's crazy. It makes me a little anxious. That I don't know about you, but I'm, I don't know. I'm not ready for it to be this far along. Maybe I'm you're good. good. I'm good with it, man. I mean, we're rocking and rolling. Um, yeah, because you're rocking and rolling, and I'm like a flat tire that's on fire. Man, in a it's, it's like it's like every week's like, how you doing, coach? It's like uh, doing better than you are, man. <laughs> like, right, uh, yeah, I know. And then the, the one time you had a bad week, you ghosted on me anyway. So there you go. I know it's it was on purpose. I mean, but, demands uh, of work, demands of work, dem- demands know? of work, man. We're we're working. Hey, we Josh Allen's got a, Josh Allen's got an elbow injury, so who knows what's coming up now? That is crazy. Yeah, yeah the uh, the shift in the AFC might be happening. I mean, it's not even a shift in the AFC. We're just talking about maybe just like playoff position because who? Because they got the Vikings this week. You really need Josh Allen for the Vikings. So yeah, um, but they got Case Keenum as a backup. So that's not the worst thing ever either. So yeah, as far as backups go, I would say he's yeah. Very much so. Yeah, but we're not. This is not a Bills podcast. What are we, we're getting off topic. We got to talk right. about our teams. Let's let's get going right away. Here we go. I need to say it here. You know, um, you know, and there's things that that will be said. There are things that need to be addressed, and all those things. But I think for as a whole, the urgency part of it that after 30 minutes of football, we have to learn that the game is not over. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've uh, you know been in this situation a lot where. Um... All right, cars going off there. But what I thought was interesting about that quote was this is my general complaint as a Raiders fan that they play hard for thirty minutes and they give up the second half of the thirty minutes. It seems that Carr felt the same, but he's a signal caller of the Raiders team, so I'm kind of curious how that fits in. So Raiders uh, twenty, Jags twenty seven. The Raiders now fall to two and six. And my uh, dreams continue to die. Um, we had to talk about this earlier. It's just another – this is their third game where they had a lead of 17 points or more and blew it. Um, I could kind of understand if you blow it against the Chiefs. This is the Jaguars who mis- – or not mishandled. They manhandled the Raiders with Travis Etienne and Christian Kirk. Um, and just to put things in perspective, Trevor Lawrence was 25 for 31 for 235 yards and a touchdown. So pretty accurate. Um, didn't misfire much, uh, no picks because the Raiders don't get picks. They just throw them. Um, and in retrospect, Carr was 21 for 36 for 259 and two touchdowns. The first half was just the, the Carr Adams show. Adams edited the night on 146 yards for two touchdowns, uh, 10 receptions, 17 targets. So the, the first half, Carr was 16 for 21 for 223. Second half, 6 for 16, 33 yards. Zero touchdowns. His passer rating in the first half was 141. His passer rating in the second was 45. Um, so this was just another second half breakdown. The defense was on the field far too much, and they were letting the uh, Jags pretty much do whatever they want. And then by the time it was towards the end of the game, we're looking for that Derek Carr signature game-winning drive, which he really hasn't had any in 2022, uh, just did not come to fruition. Um, Josh Jacobs, 17 carries, 67 yards. What's the magic number I always say about Josh Jacobs, coach? Do you remember? The magic number. Uh, if you give him 20 carries? 20. 20 or more. They're like 10 and 1 now. Nope, 17. And they did it pretty much in the second half. He didn't touch the ball in the opening half. Um, now, Travis Etienne on the flip side had 28 carries, 
109 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he had 13 forced missed tackles. He led the NFL in missed tackles in week nine. 13. So that kind of tells you how bad and piss poor the tackling was. Um, and ETN actually kind of drew the uh, the quote for the show. At the end, they asked him you know, what they thought the difference maker was between the Jags and the Raiders, and he said, we just wanted it more. Um, you know, the, the Jags defense wasn't outstanding, but they had two sacks and three QB hits. The Raiders had zero sacks and four QB hits. The amount of money that we're paying that defensive line, specifically Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, there has to be more than that. In two weeks, the Saints and the Jags, they have zero sacks. Um, and and back to the offense, the Raiders were three out of 12 in third down efficiency. The Jags were nine for 15. Uh, Raiders rushed 73 yards. Jags rushed 148. So we are now two and six. Uh, 7% chance of making the playoffs might as well be zero. Uh, I Coach, you know, what What are your thoughts? What are your questions, your ideas? What, what do you think? It's draft time? It's so, draft yeah, time? it's almost draft time. You know, that, that, that's my specialty. I'm always just – I'm thinking of, like, dumb and dumber when he's like, so you're saying there's a chance. Obviously, right. there's a very slim chance. The good news is that you have the trade deadline to try and get somebody to help you. No, you don't. So, no, you, don't. <laughs> um, you don't. You don't. Uh, it's to me, it's unacceptable. It starts from it the is. top. It starts from your coach, and it and it goes down to uh, Derek Carr, the quarterback, the field general. Uh, if he's saying this team is not playing the full game, uh, that's a concern because I think one of the good qualities of Carr is that he is perceived as a good leader and a motivator. And if he can't get the team to play a full 60 minutes, then there's an issue there. Um, you know, we did our season preview and where we, you know, we pick our team, we pick, you know, games you're going to win and you're going to lose. This was an easy win for the Raiders in the beginning. It should have been. Yeah. should have been. And there's been a lot of games this year where it's been that same thing. But, you know, you know, three games, 17 point leads, you blow them all. It's happened to two other, two other times in the NFL this season. You guys are le- that's not a thing you want to be leading or have be anywhere close to. So, um, yeah, there's there's just a lot to think about right now in Vegas, and uh, you know there it seems like Josh McDaniels is 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 safe. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There's just it's I, I'm kind of baffled at this point, to be perfectly honest with you. And I think yeah, a lot of Raiders really fans are too. Uh, you know, if there's a way to lose a game. The, the the Raiders and honestly like the Rams are finding it so they they have that in common I don't know if it's a West Coast right. thing or what but uh maybe maybe I don't know man I it's I I feel for you uh obviously I don't want you to ever beat us but I I like to see you guys a little bit more competitive and I'll, well, that's I'll, what I'm saying though you lose to the Chiefs by one point and then and it's still not a huge margin but seven points is a touchdown then you lose to the Jags you lose to the Saints with zero points like I feel like if yeah. we can contend with you guys. And obviously you rise to the level of competition or, or sometimes that's the case, but yeah. And you know, know, like we talked about, like in the beginning of the season, we're not the only schmucks who thought this, but like AFC West is going to be the most competitive division in football, maybe ever. Whiffed. We whiffed on that one. We whiffed on that one along with lots of other NFL experts. You know, it's like the NFC East has become that the one that we thought was going to be the worst. So Things can change at a, at, a, at a drop of a hat, right? But the Raiders have not 
taking advantage of situations with Denver and uh, the Chargers. And uh, yeah, so it's, I'm surprised more Raider fans aren't calling out on the speak pipe. I mean, I know we've gotten some messages and stuff like that, and they're going to, we're going to go over that in a little bit, but uh, really just unacceptable, dude. And just from a competitive standpoint, I want to play competitive games. And if I'm a Raiders fan, if I'm, Competitive for only half the game, that doesn't count. It's so I, I feel is, for you, dude. This is, the, this is the trend. It just continues and continues. So I don't know. The, the debate going on, if you've seen the very toxic Raiders Twitter, is fire McDaniels, get rid of Carr. We know McDaniels is, is likely safe. We have heard it before where, you know, that's my quarterback, that's my coach, and then things change. But um, I'm just starting to be less – as I told you, I, I think sometimes you need a quarterback that regardless of what the play call is, they need to be able to continue to make plays. And uh, it's, just, it's just not happening right now. And uh, I'm not entirely sure what what has to change for that to, uh, to happen. You know? So I, I don't know if, if I need to be talking about uh, C.J. Stroud or uh, Bryce Young or what, but uh, something has to give. Raiders team. 100%. Um, yeah. So let me, before we part, let me just read you this quick Devontae Adams quote and you kind of let me know what you think. I'm starting to think that everyone's blaming the play calling and the coaches, but let's see. So he says, uh, I love my coaches. I love them to death. I think I've had an incredible time aside from losing these games, growing at them, trying to find ways to continue to do this, etc. But at the end of the day, if I'm rolling in certain situations like that, or if the pass game is something that's helping us move the ball and win games, and obviously that's the idea. You want to stick with what's working. They did still pass the ball in the second. They did still make attempts there. I'm not exactly sure what he means by that. He actually had a few drops in the second half, who's supposed to be the undroppable receiver. Um, so I don't really know. I just can't put my finger on it. I didn't, once again, the conservative play calling, I don't like that. Um and then obviously just the execution was not there. We saw a couple more uh, catches, a few more accurate balls from Carr. He underthrew uh, Amir Abdul in the end zone on what would have been a, a go-ahead touchdown. Um, I don't know. There's just so many questions there and, and so many things that the uh, the Raiders need to put together and figure out. You know, I, I just don't know. So let me ask you this. this. This is an easy question. A decent to good quarterback, which I think we could – put Carr in, what is a decent to good quarterback's best ally? A good coach. That it's it's a it's a it's a good run game and they have a good run game. They don't utilize that. That's, right? that's so, fair. Yeah. You know, run the damn ball and you know you set up the play action, you get better. It's just there's just things that they're doing that are just seem very basic that they're right. not executing on. So if I'm Devontae Adams, I'm upset. Uh, granted, he maybe looked at the situation in Green Bay and see, you know, it's like, I'm glad I got out of there. But, uh, yeah, just not acceptable, man, at all. No, I agree. You know what? So, so that's it. So I, I'm upset. I'm frustrated. If they lose to the Colts, we'll get to the predictions later. I'm going to lose my freaking mind, and what little hair I have left is coming off. It's just going to mm-hmm. disappear. Let's go on to a kind of a brighter topic of note. We had a hell of a Sunday night football game, and let's uh, hear probably one of my favorite plays from last night. Third and nine, Mahomes gets out. Mahomes on the run. At the 10, at the 5, to the goal line. In for the touchdown. Ridiculous. The man just eludes tackles probably better than Travis Etienne, who had 13 force missed tackles. I feel like Mahomes had like 10 just on that run alone. But uh, Mm -hmm. 
That's what I'm talking about, though. A, a do-it-all quarterback that if there's nothing there, he makes something happen. And I'm not sure if Carr's in the same league, but let's go into uh, the Chiefs-Titans rematch. What'd I say? say said something? not in the same – yeah, they, Derek Carr and Patrick Mahomes are not in the same planet, dude. That's not – That's even, what I said. That's what I'm said, saying. He said not in the same league. I feel like that's that's putting it mildly. But Not in the same league doesn't mean they're both in the NFL. So they are. Okay, so technically, technically you're right. Technically I thought I was right. giving you a good one there. Oh, God. Um, so yeah, incredible game, man. Uh, the, 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 believe it or not, the chiefs have only beaten, uh, the Titans twice in the last seven games. Right. So, uh, they needed this win and they needed literally everything they possibly could out of Patrick Mahomes, 68 pass attempts. Insane. That's Um, wild. Yeah. Like I get, I can think the record, uh, was, uh, Drew Bledsoe. He had like 70 pass attempts in 94, I heard that on the radio this morning. Uh, he threw for 446 yards. He was a leading rusher too, um, especially you know highlighted by that play or the the sound clip from the fourth quarter. Um, he really did it all. But Patrick Mahomes said, "We are not losing this game. Uh, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to win this game," and he did. It was Patrick Mahomes won this game for the Chiefs, like he does a lot of times. But sometimes he's like, "Oh, it's Kelsey," or "Oh, you know, oh, it's." Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, it's the defense. I mean, the defense was incredible, too, in the second half, just unbelievably stopping, uh, you know, Derrick Henry the best they could and uh, Malik Willis. Uh, the one concern I would have from this game is, you know, you held Malik Willis to 80 yards uh, passing, I believe, and he had, I think, 40 yards running. He was um, 5 for 16 with no yeah, touchdowns five, and no interceptions. It, it was a defensive battle. Uh, the, the Titans seem to have some sort of formula that kind of contains the, the Chiefs to an extent. Um, excuse me, I'm a little worried about the run game. You know, Mahomes was the leading rusher uh, with 63 yards on uh, six attempts. Between Hilaire, Pacheco, Jet, they had 14 yards, okay? So the uh, Rojo... Uh, there's a little bit of a movement on, on, I think, on Chiefs Twitter, and they're like, "Why don't we get Ronald Jones, get him off the practice squad, see if he can't do anything better?" Because uh, you're going to need more from your run game to, I think, be successful down the line. Um, I know yeah, Solaire had like three carries for yeah, 14 yards or something like that. 40. Yards? Yeah, it was not. It was nothing. It was nothing significant. Yeah, it was nothing. He was a rock star the first three weeks. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it was all a mirage. Um, you know, uh, Butker misses the extra point. Uh, you know, it's it's the craziest thing that dude can hit a seventy yard field goal, but he misses an extra point. So he's got to, um, he's got to tighten up on that as well. Uh, but you know, these are the type of wins we talk about, man. Like these are the type of wins that the Raiders do not have. Um. And, and I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm just saying no, that. Like, I was these, just thinking these, the same thing. It's a, these, it's a these very are those, thin margin. Those, those games like where if you have that game changer, he can make all the difference. And that game changer starts at the quarterback position. Patrick Mahomes got it done. Um, like I said, absolutely incredible game. You know, uh, another 100-yard-plus uh, game for uh, – Man, beautiful Travis Kelsey. I think he's at like thirty hundred yard games or something like that. I think he's, I think he passed Gronkowski or he's right by him now. Um, and uh, again, a huge game from Juju Smith-Schuster. Thousand percent think he's going to get re- re-signed by the Chiefs. 
Nicole Hardman, uh, Patrick Mahomes spread the ball around to 11 different receivers, you know, whether Jeez. it's, yeah, receivers, fullback, tight end, all that. Uh, the only person who didn't get a reception in the main, you know, in the main lineup, I don't know, that's not the right way to put it, but Sky Moore was the only one who didn't have a catch. Uh, he got targeted one time, didn't make the catch. So not a big deal. We got the win. Uh, like, again, a lot closer than I wanted it to be, went to overtime, but we got it done. You know, we defended home field, uh, and, you know, we battled our, our demons from last year against the Titans, which I was there and had to leave at halftime. Uh, would not have left at halftime at this game, even though we were down, but we came back, we won, and uh, really an incredible game. So I, you know, salute to the boys for, for getting it done and uh, Patrick Mahomes for being a absolute G. Yep. Uh, my, I mean, my takeaways, I was getting a little nervous. Derrick Henry was breaking off some huge, uh, some huge runs, big time chunk plays there. Uh, you know, I, I text you early on, they were getting chippy real early. Uh, yeah, they were. boy, man, beautiful Travis Kelsey's not making any friends over there in Tennessee. Uh, but what was really startling for me and that I knew if you guys could just contain Henry, Malik Willis's accuracy is scary. And I don't mean scary. Good. Like he is like, if he was doing an accuracy competition and I feel like he would tag maybe one of the 10, cause right now he went, uh, you know, like I said, five for 16, um, just a lot of questionable throws and, uh, and I don't know. So he was, um, he was just, just really not great at all. And for them, it, it's worse. Tannehill, who I already think is kind of, you know, obviously they don't let him sling the ball that much. Malik Willis, he really can't give much, uh, much, freedom to, to do what he wants. It's really got to be uh, dump passes or handing the ball off. But 5 for 16 is abysmal, especially again that goes into overtime. But yeah, the, the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire thing is still confusing. I know he's made a few mistakes, but I almost feel like he's being punished in, in some respect because he, he is a, wep- a weapon, especially in the pass game, and he's just not being involved that much. And then obviously uh, I know Orlando Brown let up one sack and it was a coverage sack, so not, not the worst thing in the world. But Mahomes is still sacked four times and hit eight. That is concerning. The Titans' defense is good, but your O-line should not be letting Mahomes, someone that scrambles anyway, should not be letting him get touched uh, 12 times. So just one thing there to uh, to watch out for. But besides that, nice, gritty win. And like you said, a lot of these games are won by thin margins. That was, what was the final score on that, 20 to 17? 20 to 17, yep. Yeah, so a a close game. And and that's how the Raiders won a lot of games last year, was just by these very thin margins. Now they're losing by thin margins. So if you can't close... You're not going to last in this league, and you're going to be two and six, and everyone's going to make fun of you. And Rich Eisen is going to be upset that he picked you to win the AFC West. Shout out, Rich. Uh, so if you have nothing else, you guys, um, do you have a bye week this week? No, you don't. No, you we, got the, we got the Jaguars. See, we got the you have Jaguars. the Jags. Okay, so yep. we'll preview that in a minute. And you want to get to Week Ten predictions? Week Ten predictions. Also, if you guys heard a little background noise, I had just turned on the. Uh, Saints Ravens game. So if there was any interference, that was from that. So, right. Your, your boy got a touchdown, did. though. Your boy got a touchdown. Did. So you, you did. did. You're, you won fantasy. So let's give. You know, I needed uh, that. I said, like, touchdown. And it was, there was just so much preseason hype on him. And uh, he didn't get his shot. So he's got a shot now. And apparently he's pretty decent. So there you go. All right. Week 10 predictions. Excellent. And for last week, uh, let's see. I am standing at with um, the Ravens game still going. I'm standing at nine and thirteen. Coach is at ten and thirteen. 
And the way that this is looking, we did both pick the Ravens, so that would end Coach with 11 for 13. That's probably your best one so far. And then me at 10 and 13. About my average is 9. Not bad. Um, so, yeah, it's not bad. So we have uh, another another good group of games this week. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you the exciting one. I'll start uh, Thursday Night Football, Falcons and Panthers. I know the Panthers put that smackdown on the Bucks. I'm not believing in that. I so saw they activated Sam Darnold. I would probably ride with Baker after the way he saved the game last week because P.J. Walker is a mess. Falcons, I really thought were going to come through for you. P.J. Walker starting. He is. P.J. Walker is going to start. Yep. Okay. All right. That's, uh, well, even more solidifies my pick. Falcons. They almost took out the Chargers for you and me. I'm going to go Falcons. I'm going to go Dirty Birds as well. I like the Falcons. Yeah. Yep, I do too. I think they're, they're very scrap. Yep, very close, very scrappy. Cordero Patterson is back. You know, go for it. Um, next, you have the 930 Germany game. Uh, Seahawks and Bucks. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic, yeah. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, you're going to take the Bucks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you... Are you American again, or what are we doing? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay, okay, uh, I'm going to go right, with the Bucks. I think Tom Brady got his, oh, I think I got my swagger back. I think they, that was a good win against the Rams, and uh, I think they do beat the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Red Hot Seahawks right now. I do, Sorry, I think they do beat the Seahawks. They are the Buccaneers. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, they beat the no, Seahawks. No, I got that. Well, I'm saying I'm going to take the Seahawks. Okay. So we, we, we have a, a difference of opinion already. They took it to the Cardinals last week. They're just uh, scoring high, and if they can do that to the Bucks, I don't think the Bucks have it in them right now to put down to drop like a 20, 25 point game. I just don't think they have it in them. So I'm going to go Seahawks. The Geno Smith experiment continues to rock my socks, but it's working. So, uh, so is, is the Buccaneers are going to kick them in the schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you were pretty good at that, though. All right, now we're back on American soil, so German Eric will take a back seat, although. I may need to hear more of that later on. There are more. That's the only Germany game this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, one o'clock. Saints and Steelers. Just out of pure bitterness, I'm going to take the Steelers to beat the Saints. I'm just not going to pick them. I don't think they're that great. I think that it's just that the Raiders stink that much. That's why they shut us out. So I'm going to go Steelers over the Saints. What do you got? I'm going to take the Steelers as well. Oh wow! I didn't. I didn't thought that. I think. I think. Uh, I think Derek Watt is going to be back. TJ Watt? TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Well, Derek Watt. Watt plays too. He's a fullback, so yeah. there you go. Derek Watt yeah. is going to be back, and he's going to be playing fullback. That's what I meant. Perfect. You're correct. correct. You are correct. Well, TJ. I mean, hey, we're fullback enthusiasts on the show. I'm a fan. There's just yep. that many of them out there. Uh, but, yeah, TJ Watt back is a total game changer. And like I said, Saints, Andy Dalton, I'm just not a believer. I don't I don't care. All right. Uh, ooh, good one for you. Dang, great. Probably the best one of the week. Uh, Vikings and Bills. Vikings and Bills. This game, obviously, we're picking this game on Monday. We don't know uh, Josh Allen's uh, status. That 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 obviously plays a lot in the pick. Josh Allen's playing. I probably take the Bills, but you know what? I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings, the Kings of the North, King. the Kings. Let me say that one more time. The Kings Skull of horn. the North. Skull. They are better than the Packers. <laughs> and the off chance that our former uh, host is listening. Yeah, hell's going to freeze, freeze over by the time he listens to this. But anyways, I'm going to take the Vikings and uh, Kirk Cousins, man. Uh, 
I just can't wait for the next uh, post game video of him being a gangster. Do you see what Adam Schefter did before the game tonight? Yeah, he dressed up like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's very cringe. I think it's yes. better that, that Kirk do that. Um, you know, I'm going to take the Bills. And the only reason I say that is that I think the Bills defense is so good at disguising their coverages. Someone that isn't necessarily the best at reading defenses and can get the ball in harm's way is Kirk Cousins. The TJ Hawkinson addition was fantastic. So I don't really have any concerns there. But the, even with the Josh Allen elbow thing, I mean, if if it's Case Keenum, then it's going to be Vikings. But you know what? For right now, for the sake of things, it's Monday night. I'm going to take the Bills. Even though everyone's already saying sit Josh Allen, let him rest. But we'll see. We'll see how bad that is. Um, so next, uh, I have the Lions and Bears. I am not swayed with the Justin Fields hype. He was like QB 31 for the first three weeks, and now he's QB 1. We're talking fantasy here. Um, the Lions basically shut out the Packers. I think they scored, what, nine points? Uh, who isn't an a offensive dynamite team by any means anymore, but the Bears also are far from that. I'm going to go Lions. They're making a, an upward swing, upwards trajectory. Lions with the win. This could be a rough week for me, predictions-wise. Um, the Lions and their terrible defense against Justin Fields and Chase Claypool, or hmm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna take the Bears. Unfortunately, um, hey, it's fair, dude. I'm I'm kind of just going wild this week. Yep, it's week ten. I got to pull ahead of you somehow. <laughs> um, all right, so oh, here we go. I don't do a lot of great games in the one o'clock spot, and I don't really like that because it's hard to keep track of all them. Jags and Chiefs. Jags and Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this game. Um, absolutely. Know, at, it's, it's at it's at Arrowhead. Uh, you know, Lattice Stadium in the in football. Um, and it's at uh, Arrowhead. Okay. It's at Arrowhead, so it's going to be a good game. But uh, the Chiefs are going to get the dub. And fun fact for you. Guess who has the best career career winning percentage, including playoffs, trailing, entering the fourth quarter, minimum of 15 games? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes with a winning percentage of 5.29. The next closest to him is Troy Aikman, or Tony, excuse me, Tony Romo at uh, 3.58. So, you know, Mahomes is the GOAT in my mind wow. right now. Shocker. But it was shocker. But uh yeah, you know, the the Jags um I feel like are an up and coming team. You know, the Chiefs do have a little bit of issue with, you know, containing the run, so Travis Etienne uh should probably have a good game, but I think the secondary uh you know, with my boy McDuffie and those boys are going to shut down uh Mr. Lawrence and uh I really think the Jags are like really like a year away. You know, they're going to have a top 10 pick again, I assume. They get some more picks in there. They got the right coach. They're coming, but they're not there yet. Yeah, uh, I was definitely wrong about the Trayvon Walker pick. He's a monster. He's he solid. Is. I was I wrong, like, too. I like their defensive line. I think uh, it's very talented, and I think there's a lot of uh, – like you said, I think they're really like a year away. I think if they get him a bona fide number one receiver, you have your RB1, you've got your edge rusher, uh, maybe a corner as well. You know, obviously just a couple of small pieces there, but, you know, Trevor Lawrence is, is starting to show that he can be more careful with the ball. While that is our prediction for the future, I think that what's going to happen Sunday is Chris Jones is going to strip sack Trevor Lawrence 
twice. That's my my bold prediction for that week. But the Chiefs are going to win. I'm going to say by double digits. I, yeah, double digit, like double it. digit. Yeah, that's just how I'm feeling. I think they're going to kind of go with the momentum that Josh Allen might be a little hampered. Um, that's why this this season is just so crazy. So like Bills, everyone's all about them now. If he's injured, they just lost to the Jets. Like there's all these weird questionable losses. That's why I'm not totally counting the Raiders out with two losses. It's just really hard to count them in on anything. All right, so great prediction there. We're going Chiefs. Next, Coach, you have the Browns and <laughs> the Dolphins. That was my Dolphin noise. Uh, oh, that was way better. Way better. Uh, yeah. The Dolphins are going to smash the Browns. Tyreek Hill leading the NFL in receiving yards. He will continue his dominance. And, uh, yeah, two is the most accurate, best quarterback in football. So, yeah, the Dol- I'm, I'm joking when according I say that. According, according to Tyreek Hill. Yep, Tyreek. As long as he's yeah, on the Dolphins. Yep. He'll change his uh, mind when he's on another team. But, but yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game easy. I am too. Uh, I think uh, Mike McDaniel was hilarious. Uh but I do love their play call or his play calling. Um, they really have two wide receiver ones. Jalen Waddell and Tyree Killer, just absolute monsters. Mostert was killing it. They have Jeff Wilson. They put him to good good use. The Browns are just yeah. And I know they have one more week till Deshaun Watson comes back, but I don't think he's gonna gonna turn it up regardless. Um, so I'm gonna go Dolphins with that one. Next, Texans and Giants. Giants coming off their bye week. Texans have one win under their belt, I believe. Uh, I'm going to go Giants. Danny Dimes is going to resume his role, trying to get that contract. You know, they got rid of Kadarius Tony, which after what we saw, even though it was a small sample size, is a bonehead move. Um, But Mm -hmm. if he doesn't want to play, I think he is the type of guy, though, if he doesn't want to play for you, he's not going to. He didn't want to play in New York any longer, and I don't think they wanted him either. So, uh just another win for Brett Veach on a countless streak of wins. So I'm going to go. I went off topic there because I'm, I'm a big fan of the Kadarius Tony signing. Horrified as an AFC West uh, participant, but happy for you, I guess. So Giants, Giants over the Texans. Dave, Giants, I don't believe, plain I don't believe simple, in yeah. yeah. Brian Dayball is just going to keep solidifying that coach of the year and they'll get the win. Exactly. A lot of candidates for that too. Uh, next for you, uh, the last one o'clock game Broncos versus Titans. Titans, Titans will ba- bounce back. I feel, um, I think Tannehill, uh, will probably be playing that game. Uh, they'll be out for, for some blood. They'll be, uh, wanting to avenge, not avenge, but they weren't going to want to make up for the loss this week to the chiefs. And they are going to take that aggression and pain out on the Denver Broncos. So I'm going to take the Titans. Agreed. And you have to feel that they're pretty deflated in the Broncos room. They're trading away Bradley Chubb, who's one of their defensive leaders, and just all the constant antics of Russell Wilson. They got a break having a bye week. They didn't have to hear about him for a little bit. But that whole situation is just weird. Um, I think the Titans defense is going to give them a lot of problems. If it's Malik Willis, the Broncos defense will give them some problems, but not a lot. So I'm going to go Titans with the win there. Next, the first 4 o'clock game is... Raiders and Colts. Coach, why don't you go first? Give me your I'm, prediction. I, I, th- th- Dude, I will get on here and scream and yell with you, you guys lose to the Colts this week and Jeff Saturday. What the Jeff actual – Saturday, head coach. Crazy. You know, Jim Irsay is a wild man. Yeah, you know what? Like the crazy thing is like you had a former Colt and current coach on that team in Reggie Wayne and you don't pick him. 
right. I don't like that uh, at all. Um, it's one of those weird buddy owner player relationships, you know, like, yeah, there's, they're the, saying there's a lot of racing involved and like in that I'm like, yeah, I don't, I can see where you're coming from. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Yeah. I'm going to go Raiders as well. I mean, it kind of reminds me. So like the, our VP of whatever for the Raiders is Marcel Reese, former fullback on the team. Um, and uh, one of Mark Davis's best friends. So it kind of reminds me of that, but he's not picking him to be the head coach when he's never coached before. That's just crazy. And it's insulting to people like Eric B who can't, can't get a head coaching spot. You know, uh, the list goes on Byron left, which all sorts of qualified candidates, Sam Ellen Ellinger, uh, Jeff Saturday, you know, uh, Shaq Barrett is always, what is his name? Shaq, Shaquille, Shaquille Leonard. Uh, to see like his name confused me. Shaq Barrett towards ACL. Um, they're just kind of a mess. The team stinks. Jonathan Taylor is having the worst, uh, worst season ever fantasy and, uh, and otherwise, uh, if we don't beat them, I don't even know what to tell you. And this is at home at Allegiant Stadium. Please, this isn't going to right the ship or fix the season, but just don't pour more salt in the wounds. The Raiders should be able to capitalize on this. Their secondary is not as strong as it should have been. Their linebackers aren't as good. Their defensive line can be good with DeForest Buckner and Yannick Ngakwe, former Raider. Um, so I expect Carr is going to have his hands full with the D-line. But in general and on paper, we are better than them. Josh McDaniel should quit if he loses this game. I'm going to put that out there. Carr and always Carr- has his handful with the D. Okay. Uh, uh, so we're both picking the Raiders. Coach, you know, just because you're such a diehard Vikings fan, uh, Cowboys versus Packers, a rivalry for the ages. Mike McCarthy returns to Lambeau. That... Looks like Romero Dobbs is out for multiple weeks too. They the Packers got no Romeo Dobbs. I call him Romero. It's what his friends call it's him. Fancy, yeah, Romeo. There you go. Yeah, um, what his friends yeah, call him? Okay. He, uh, I don't know. I'm just saying that's what his friends call him, so that's why I'm calling him that. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, cool. take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, despite me being his friend, which I'm not, uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Uh, I just kind of have no faith in the Packers, especially Aaron Rodgers. Three like red zone interceptions like in the end zone i just like it's we're living in the twilight zone dude um, one of them was a pass to david bakhtiari too which is wild. yeah 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 he 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 took that ask of blah, blah blah stuff and he has not been the same since he took a trip and he's still gone so yeah uh, still tripping they're, they're sending him mail and he's not receiving it so no. I neither are his receivers so yeah neither are his receivers no pun intended so i'm gonna take the cowboys yeah, I am also uh, going to go with the Cowboys uh, to take this one. Uh, I, I just don't have any faith in the Packers or uh, really anything going on there. I think Rodgers on the decline. I think, uh, you know, his last Super Bowl opportunity dried up when they got rid of Devontae Adams. And all that investment in the D-line to end with this, you know, losing to the Lions is just abysmal. So I'm going to go Cowboys. Next, you have... Oh, no, you had the last one. Uh, Cardinals and Rams. Um, Kyler Murray has a bad history of matchups with the Rams. They got blown out of the playoffs last year. Aaron Donald just ate that little guy for lunch. I think he's going to do it again. Their offense is very stagnant, and I know Jalen Ramsey is pissed off. Um, But the the Rams are going to step it up. The Cardinals' offensive line is not good enough. Uh, Kyler Murray went down time and time again against the Seahawks. It's going to happen again. Uh, so Rams, Rams with the W. 
I'm going to take the Rams too. Did you see that? Uh, I get apparently a, a couple teams checked in with the uh, Cardinals about DeAndre Hopkins. They got tonight, obviously, but things in Zona uh, could be getting dicey. And if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I have to be thinking like, how do I still have a job? But here well, we he are. He hasn't. Ex- he got extended. So there you go. Yeah. Um, next, you have the 820 game Chargers versus 49ers. I'm going to take the 49ers. They, uh, just one more week for everybody to get healthy. Debo, uh, one more week for Christian McCaffrey to get more comfortable in the offense, even though the, not this past week, but the week prior to that, he had three touchdowns passing, uh, uh, run, uh, rushing and receiving. So they'll figure out something else for him to do. He'll probably intercept the ball on defense and uh, run it back for a touchdown. So uh, I'm going to take the 49ers in this game. The Chargers are just not healthy yet, um, and uh, they're playing with practice squad wide receivers. So uh, if they have Keenan Allen back, maybe they have somewhat of a shot. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah, that hamstring is age, is uh, hurting him probably more than uh, – hurting him more than Darren Waller. They're both just not seeing the field this year. So I am also going to go 49ers. Um, I just love that 49ers defense. I know they they have their off game here and there, but in general, they're a very disciplined unit. Fred Warner as the off-ball linebacker, just continuing to dominate teams and, and throw all sorts of absurd pressures at them. So I can go Niners. Last game, this is an insult as a Monday night football game, so I'm going to let you take it. Commanders versus Eagles. I am going to take the Eagles. They will go to 9-0. But uh, Heineke, like, I love the dude's grit, man. I really do. Um, You know, uh, and and in full transparency, I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Washington uh, upset the Eagles just because it's like uh, it's kind of seems like a game like where the Eagles could be playing them. uh, Um what's the word lightly, you know what I mean? They're not really going to take him seriously, but uh, I like Heineke. I like, uh, they got some good players on that team. Robinson gets shot four times or gets shot twice, misses four games, but Michael Thomas hurts his toe. He misses the season. So they, uh, they got some great on that team. Um, And, uh, but I'll ultimately take the Eagles. You know, Heineke thought he wasn't ever going to play. And then, you know, the Wentz thing happened and, and here you go. He's back in it. So, he he always hangs around and uh, he seems to be getting a shot. So they they got I think they have to stick with him, um, regardless of what happens with Wentz. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Eagles as well. There there is a you know the popular theory is they're they are gonna lose some random weird fluke team and it could be this one, but mm-hmm. I'm not confident enough to say it's gonna be them. So before we wrap up, quick send it award. You got one in you? Quick send it award. Yeah, and just one totally random thing that I saw. Nope, cued you out with the music. Gotcha. What's the random thing you want? What you got? The, the random thing is I saw that the Rock XFL is coming back. Go Battlehawks. Kaka thinks that Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield should be the face of the XFL. That's how. Oh far God, insulting. Yeah. Going from the right. number one pick in the draft to well, he wouldn't be the first. Well, Johnny Manziel wasn't the first round, first pick overall. He was first. He round, wasn't even the XFL overall. though. Yeah. What did he play? He played in the American Football League. Yeah. Whatever. Um, all right. So, uh, send it award. My first one is going to be the smile award or the say cheese award to Darren Waller. Um, you wanted an extension. He had nine touchdowns in 2020. I believe he has a combined 
three in the last since the first week of 2021. I know he has a hamstring injury. He keeps testing it before the game and keeps being ruled out. But when you're in a profession where cameras are always on you, um, and you wanted an extension to stay with this team, and you got it despite uh, salary cap concerns, and then you're too hurt to play, you probably shouldn't look like you're having the time of your life on the sidelines. So it, it, I may be being sensitive to it, but when you know the cameras are in front of you, you've got to be on at all times. Like we'll, we'll use a random example here. When, when cops are out at some kind of crime scene, they're not supposed to be joking around and throwing stuff at each other because the cameras are on and the public is on. And they want to know you're taking it seriously. Football may be a game, but we want to know that you're taking it seriously as well. So Darren Waller, at least look like you're not happy that you're not playing because the rest of us want to see you on the field and would like to win games, but the Raiders are two and six. So try not to smile as much. Sorry. I'm the smile police, but that's my, that's my shtick right now. Coach, what do you have? My Senator award is you like that. You like that. Uh, the you like that award goes to Kirk cousins and the Ooh, Kings of the Austin, North. I hope you're listening. <laughs> the Minnesota the Kings of the North <laughs> is the Vikings. Uh, you know, Cousins let him on a uh, game-winning drive uh, down in the fourth quarter. You know, he's 265 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. But he's getting it done. The Vikings are 7-1, and one, and they are the true kings of the north. Which that is true. something we predicted in the beginning of the season, and everyone else told us it was still going to be the Packers. So, win one for reading the kingdom. Yes. Austin. Ding. Negative. Negative Ding. So, that yep. is it. Um, great show. Tough week for me. Another fantastic week for Coach. Uh, you know, we're, we're approaching the uh, Chiefs and Raiders return in week 18, last game of the season. So we build up the momentum for that. Coach is going to be heading to L.A. soon. Watch the uh, Chiefs and the Chargers. So we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. So hit us up on the speak pipe. If you're getting NFL tickets, use SeatGeek promo code RTK for $20 off first order. And uh, just interact with us. We need it. We love it. Let's go.